are live and on lockdown. Are you ready? Ready, ready? Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland and across the globe. Listen here. You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast on Hearts on Life Radio with your host, Fraser Ramsey. Hi, this is Afia Lethem from Kingdom Beads, and we are proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed, Going Beyond Borders, on heartsonglive.co.uk. And good evening, it's a Saturday night. It is a windy and rainy Saturday in Edinburgh in Scotland, uh, with the UK has been basking in some serious heat over the last few weeks and months. We've had some a very, very good summer, and this is the first night of it. We've actually, pretty much the UK has had some rain to take the humidity down and hopefully we'll all get some sleep tonight because it's now a bit very, very blustery with wind and raining and it feels a bit more like the sort of the autumn kind of weather we're used to in a summer uh, not quite um, blistering heat which Edinburgh has been ha- had and I'll tell you something a lot of us are probably sleep deprived due to the hot uh, hot nights trying to get some sleep but anyway it is cooling down hopefully we'll get a good night's sleep tonight and be glad that we've had a bit of rain uh, and it won't be too last too long and be too cold too quickly but anyway welcome to I have a guest uh, tonight, my guest tonight is Tony Henderson Myers, uh, and all the way from I forgot where you're from. <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, I just blend the sleep. So where are you? Welcome to my guest, Tony Henderson Myers, where she will tell me where you're from because I've completely forgot. I am just going to blame my lack of sleep, uh, but it's all good fun. On part parcel, doing a lovely live show on Hardsong Live or Coded UK. Um, but Tony, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Fraser. How are you? <laughs> Did all right. I need some a caffeine drip just attached to my arm, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I might need it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it's, it's super strength. <laughs> but anyway, so so how's it? What's the weather like where you are? So t- I remember where you're from again. So I can play. I'm just. <laughs> I lost the plot a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. I'm here in North Carolina in yes. the States, in the United States. And we are in the southern part of the United States, so it is very hot right now. So hot weather is nothing um, new to us. We get a lot of hot weather here in North Carolina. Um, but it is a beautiful day, so the sun is out, and you really can't complain when you have a day like that. Yeah, it has been really nice the last couple of days. I can't complain. Nice and hot, sunny weather, which is good. But uh, trying to work in it, well, that's another story. <laughs> so it's yeah, all right. You yeah. just think, well, yeah, why am I working in this? I could be, I could just sit at a beach and relax, and it's great. It's kind of strange seeing people we're all wearing our the kind of clothes we only wear on holiday actually here because it's so hot, which is unseasonably hot usually, which is not bad. And London has been hitting the same, if not hotter temperatures in probably parts of the America as well. It's been quite interesting. Oh yes, absolutely. Certainly. So anyway, uh, have you had a good day? How's your day been? My day has been really awesome, but it's been very busy. 
it's been really busy. Um, I teach. I taught a wise courtship workshop mm-hmm. here in this state of North Carolina today, and also we had one of our chapters open up in Atlanta, Georgia, which is a very popular city and state in the United States. So very very excited about that. Um, and of course, this show that I'm doing on today. So I did a lot of hustling, and I'm winding up my day with you guys. This is a perfect way to kind of wind it down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I appreciate you being on Ramsey on Leash Going Beyond Borders, as we are going beyond borders, and on heartsonelive.co.uk. Appreciate and having getting your brand on in a Scottish radio station and uh, into the UK, which I love doing, and I'm privileged to be able to chat to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be part of this. I love to meet people from all over the world and to share ideas and thoughts. And, you know, there's such great people everywhere. And so excited to be connected with you, Fraser, because you've been just amazing. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. So tell us a bit about who you are, who, uh, obviously, where you're you're from, your background, growing up, life uh, in general, before you... What 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 was life like in your days? Not that you're sounding like that old, are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I really want to say that. I sound like you're really ancient, but you're not. <laughs> well, um, I am a television, radio, relationship expert. I'm an author. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, but just like everyone else, you know, I started off as a happy-go-lucky kid and really quiet, actually, for the for the career that I actually am in and have been groomed for. I was actually painfully quiet. Mm-hmm. And um, we moved from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, which is in the middle of the United States, to Newark, New Jersey, which is in the upper part of the United States, right below New York. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I used to work in New York later in my life, but um, my father was a pastor. And so, you know, he felt like the Lord called him to a church out in New Jersey. And so he went out there to pastor and preach. And um, my mother was a homemaker, but she went to work uh, very often because a lot of times back then, the women would help a lot with the pastors because you didn't get paid that much money, you know. And so to make sure you had benefits and different things like that, you know, the wives would work. So she was really uh, a forerunner of women working. But she did spend a lot of time at home um, before she started working. And my father was such a hands-on dad. Mm. So I grew up with two parents, a very, very loving home. But when we moved from Ohio to New Jersey, it was literally culture shock. Um, very different living. Um, we, we lived in a beautiful neighborhood. Um, we The people were very, very friendly. It was uh, a Jewish neighborhood. Now, in New Jersey, they had a lot of neighborhoods of separate um backgrounds of people, mm-hmm. not necessarily because they were being mean or evil, but that's just how they settled. I think because New York City was so close and when people would travel into New York City, people would, when they moved wherever they were moving near that area, they would just move in neighborhoods where they could speak the same language and practice the same faith because they were in a new land. So in my area was heavily a Jewish neighborhood. People were very friendly. It's a pleasant living. But we would travel into other neighborhoods, um, one, to go to school, 
and two, um, where the church was that my father pastored. And so it was just a very different living once I went outside of my home. I went from being supported and loved to heavy bullying. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just really a tough time. Um, but I believe that's what shaped me and shaped what I do even now. So um, when I went away to college, um, I've always lived in um, like neighborhoods that were either mixed or just totally different from my own particular culture. Um, but just really around some really nice people. And so when I'm, you know, moved and went to another school, I went to a school with it was all women's college. Mm-hmm. And all of these women were extremely wealthy, Frazier. <laughs> they were extremely wealthy. I mean, they were so wealthy, they would have um, people fly their horses in on their private jets <laughs> to be at the school, okay? <laughs> and so how I got there, right? It's just amazing. They flew their um, horses on their private jet just yes, to be at the school. Yes, on their private jets. And we had at, we had stables on the, on the campus. Um, Good grief. These wow. women were descendants of presidents and kings and different things like that, yeah. <laughs> As money, that's just, that's just, my goodness, is it just a different world, that is. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that all shaped me. It, ta- it taught me about differences of people, and it certainly made me unafraid mm-hmm. when I speak to speak to people as people and not be swayed by how much money people make or how they live their lives or um, maybe the fact that they're different. I can speak to people um, as people without looking at all of the other things that they have. So I think that's probably why I lived that life early on, um, Mm -hmm. because it certainly serves me now. So was, was that so that was school was that was that school or college that was that was college college, that was college. Oh, okay college yeah, yeah. so after college when you finished up so after college I went on to grad school but I did neglect neglect to say when I was in high school I went to a performing arts high school it was the oh. first performing arts high school in the nation mm-hmm. and um, many of us would sneak off to New York and perform and a lot of our uh, famous entertainers here many of them came out of that school uh, artists singers, instrumentalists, mm-hmm. uh, dancers, and also actors. And uh, when I went away to college, I ended up where I went because I was trying to go somewhere where I could study um, psychology and education as well as theater. Cool. And so that's why I chose the school where I went. But ironically, the theater department closed down, so I focused on education and psychology. Uh, some Professors believed in me and saw something in me and encouraged me to go to grad school, which I had planned on doing anyway. And I went uh, far out of my neighborhood to go to a graduate uh, school where I worked. I worked with the professor all day and worked, went to class all night and then tried to wait tables and do different things in between that time so that I could come out of school debt free, which I did. Mm-hmm. So... Um, It's really now looking back, a lot of the things that I experienced and I did in my life, I see that it all added up to what I do now. Cool. So of the people who you sort of went to college with or graduated uh, with acting and music, etc., is there any famous names these days or any people that we might know 
Um, well, uh, the the guy Michael P. Jordan that was in Black Panther, he played the the villain. Okay. Uh, he went there. Um, he Tisha Campbell. Many people know her from Married with Children or Martin. Uh, she went there. Melville Moore, famous um, singer. Okay. Uh, Sarah Vaughn. Then we can go way back with some people that people don't know. Uh, Savion Glover, known as the tap dance kid, and was also the one who did all that dancing and happy feet, even though it was a penguin. It was him. Um, <laughs> uh, many of those people, mostly from the states, that people would recognize their names. Um, and then, of course, there are a lot of people who... Um, who have done some wonderful things in their niche. So you may not necessarily know them, like in fashion or maybe even in art, that you may not know who they are just by saying their name, even some Broadway people, okay. um, because certainly I had done a lot of off-Broadway and whatnot. And you wouldn't know their names because if you don't really uh, go to Broadway shows in New York and you don't know that field well, you may not know that they themselves are superstars in those areas. Interesting. Mm. So you've kind of noticed a few famous folk that are kind of known around the world, but obviously some are just more household names, more closer to your neighbourhood, really. Yes, yes. That's good. Um, mm -hmm, Yeah. Well, you know, it's just like anything else. Um, In the arts, there's plenty of people who make a living in the arts and are doing some wonderful things, but sometimes we only know the people that actually make it onto television and whether whatever they do if we see them on television we figure they're pretty famous but there's a lot of people who are doing some wonderful things and tremendous things as yourself <laughs> are doing on a regular basis that people may not always know your name right away mm-hmm. but your base and a good amount of people know who you are because you serve that community well uh, it's probably quite scary how people know who I am and I don't know them <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> so you know Fraser, I go, uh, yeah. So how do you know me? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so yeah, it's always quite bizarre, but it's good. Um, let's, um, before we take a wee quick interval on a tune, uh, and what we'll do, we'll come back. We'll talk a lot about your, you, you obviously have a faith, we'll talk about that. Uh, and we can talk about your, so how you got it, what, um, getting into becoming uh, a Christian and things and, um, and your faith about that and how that came about um, and we can go into then we'll do our usual our tune and we can talk about what you do in business later on in the show so uh, back after a song by Lisa Moen this is our new uh, single called uh, Country Girls Ro- Rock and Roll so Lisa Moen's uh, latest um a single which is out and she's been performing a lot recently at lots of rock festivals in Canada and I can't even, sack, I can't even pronounce the name it's where, where they're from uh, something but I'm going to uh, but she's been doing it so I have Lisa Moen uh, Country Girls Rock and Roll we'll be back with Tony after this song
You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonglive.co.uk, your inspirational station. And welcome back. That was Lisa Moore and Country Girls Rock and Roll. Can he beat? So welcome to Tony Henderson Myers, all the way from North Carolina. So how's it going? You still alive? You still kicking my gas? I'm actually dancing off of that last song. I love it. I did a bit of line dancing in your living room. Yes. <laughs> happy days, happy days. So yes. let's... That's brilliant. Um, so let's um, let's talk about your... You have a faith to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. Well, my faith started early. Um, As I alluded to before, my dad was a pastor and my mother also very, very, uh, very, very involved in faith. Um, And so it was instilled in me early. But I do believe that at some point everyone has to um, decide whether or not they're going to believe on their own or what they're going to believe. But I decided to believe early for myself. I was, a matter of fact, about seven years old when I believed that I um, started to have a deep connection with God and and believe in Jesus for myself. Um, and that may have been because, as I said, I dealt with a lot of heavy bullying um, for about a seven-year period. And uh, before that period um, really began to get rough and tough, um, you know, I, I would pray and I would get answers. You know, I would um, see things happen. I would see things change. I would feel better. Um, and so I would know that there was a God somewhere. You know, I wasn't sure of everything, you know, because I did have a child mind. Um, But I remember one Sunday, um, my father didn't preach. He had to preach somewhere else, and he had someone step in his place to preach. And um, the man uh, preached a sermon, but I remember uh, that he said, God loves us the way that we are. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear that message so very badly. didn't know he was going to preach that, but it spoke to my heart because I was dealing with people not accepting me for who and what I was, and to know that God loves you for who you are and how you are, it spoke a lot to me. And um, ever since that day, it's been a personal relationship with me and God. You know, I like to pray and and believe, and it's been very, very helpful in everything I've done um, through my marriage, through my children, um, tough times. And I know you know what that is, Frazier. I think we all who have lived any length of time have had some really tough times. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. And it, the faith in God has really helped me get through that. And the happy times, you know. Exactly. Um, it's just been a big anchor in my life. So, <clears throat> with your faith, you've taken that. I mean, how long have you, would you say you've been saved now? Have you been Christian? Oh, my goodness. I think t- this year was my 45th year. 45? <laughs> yes, wow. 45 years. Yes. Uh, I've been in the church all my life, but as far as a Christian, 45 years. 45 years. Time flies when yeah. you're having fun. Time flies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I don't know how it's 45 when I only look 20, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb, superb. So, tell so tell us about family life. Obviously, you touched on a little bit about ups and downs. What kind of challenges have you had in your life? Uh, I mean, what kind of maybe challenges you've gone through in your life from from lows that might that you've come through 
which whoever's listening to this might be able to relate to. Oh, wow. There's been so many challenges. You know, I think sometimes people see your um, glory, but they don't realize that you have a story. And um, I say the biggest challenge, well, I won't say it's the biggest. It was one of the toughest for my time as a young person was to get over that bullying situation because I was not only bullied by children, I was bullied by adults too as well. I was not only laughed at by children, but laughed at by adults as well. where I felt like um, I was no one. I was nobody. I had suicidal thoughts. I didn't want to be there. Um, And that is the child hurt is very tough to overcome um, in your life. But again, through my faith, I believe that's how I um, got through that. But we have also circumstances just in life, just from living life. Um, I think uh, we all have... um, experienced some of the isms, but it seems like I experienced more of the isms than others. Mm -hmm. You know, the racism, the sexism, the ageism, um, those have been tough. But um, because I went through tougher times, as I saw it younger, I was able to um, get through these a lot better, you know, because people may not like you because of what you look like or what gender you are or uh, how old you are. Um, And I've had reverse ageism where I was too young for everything, too young for this, too young to know this, too young to whatever. And uh, certainly, too, as I get older, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some of those isms possibly. Hopefully we'll be past that, but we'll see. And, um, You learn that um, everyone is not where you are um, with accepting people uh, for who they are. Um, Everyone's not comfortable in loving freely and fully. Um, That's why I do what I do um, in, in hopes that I can help people to one, accept themselves and then accept others. Um, but yeah, if I had all every difficulty, financial difficulty, health situations, um, legal, all kinds of things that would crop up. And I will tell you um, and all the listeners that you don't always have to do something wrong for wrong things to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a book out that says, um, why do bad things happen to good people? <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, sometimes that happens. You know, you're trying everything you can to do what's right, but you will face adversity sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's my faith that helps me be strong to get through it. That's, that's great. Great news. Uh, what we're going to do, it will come talk about how you got into what you do now a little bit into the show okay. but we we'll want to talk about uh, if there's any, I mean, is there anything else you want to expand on a little bit more uh, just before we take, go into that anything else oh no I'm, oh. Ri- I'm riding with you Fraser okay it's <laughs> 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 um, uh, been a privilege um, being connected with Tony Henderson Myers uh, and just the connections that I've been making through uh, doing this rebrand of the show from the previous one um, just interviewing some great people inspirational, hearing inspirational stories uh, of people how they've just come from nothing and built up to become somebody, someone and something um, and taking this of the drive to 
push their life forward and not to give up and not to just stay stagnant, not to stay in the the doldrums, not to st- just to stay feeling low and depressed. They've actually fought it, and it's great to have that sort of hear how people have turned their life around. And for those who might be listening to people like Tony and the previous interviews. Don't give up because there is light at the end of the tunnel. You just gotta want it, and you've gotta want to go there. Uh, there is better things forward, but you've gotta fight what you're going through because it takes with, coming from within to move forward, uh, and it's not not easy. But you can people can give you advice to your blue in the face, but you have to want it, uh, and you have to want to want to change your life to get because we all have inner people inside us that want to are ready to explode and exp- uh, utilise the talents we have I don't know, do you, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that Tony Frazier I don't know if I can talk that was so good that was, I mean, <laughs> that, was that was it right there Okay. Um, you know <laughs> it was just so good you cannot give up and um, as a matter of fact um, there are some things that I try to do in my life. I, you know, you heard about my path with acting. I was out there in New York. I was mm-hmm. what we call pounding the pavement. I was going on auditions. I was doing different things. And mm-hmm. and I was doing pretty well for that time, you know. Yeah. But I, I'll never forget, I went to an agent, and they were not being mean. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to think these people were being mean. They actually were being nice. It was a day that you would meet all of the television agents and whatnot, and you would go into the room and see about 12 different ones well out of the 12 two of them said you know what tony at at separate times because we would go in a round robin to the different rooms to see them and um two different ones told me the same thing they said you know tony you're one of the best actresses we've seen come in here um you could do commercials just like that you would be perfect for it now this was in the um oh maybe mid 90s like 1990s four or five, something like that. And they said, you're about the best ones we've seen, but we're going to be quite honest with you. Both of them said it at two different times, but we don't have any roles for black people, not, Uh not in commercials. We don't have any roles. And I don't understand it, but until I get, because when casting, they would tell you what they want the person to look like, okay? We want a tall woman, blonde, blue eyes, you know, between 20 and 30 years old. That's how they write the casting. Mm -hmm. But at that time, they were not writing anything for African Americans. Um, And I had to decide then, do I keep doing what I'm doing now or do I do something different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could fight it and I could do all of that. And later the SAG office did fight it. And um, in 1999, they fought it. In the year 2000, they opened up the doors for more actors. But by that time, I had already made my decision because this was 1994. Mm-hmm. What I decided to do was open up my first business and that first legal business. OK, because <laughs> before that, you know, I was young. I was babysitting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, something that was actually a full fledged business. And I opened up my own theater company so that I could make um, opportunities for all of the people who could not get opportunities. Uh, And they weren't being mean to me, but they just didn't have the openings. And so this is what we're talking about when we're saying never give up. You know, you have to try to 
if you can't get through the front door, then try to open a window. Exactly, exactly. Go through the back door. Well, yeah. we will touch more on what Tony does with her theatre and acting and TV and uh, in detail, and a bit about what she how she she slices like live streaming of Periscope, Facebook Live, etc., and uh, her teachings with uh, the Wise Courtship, etc. So, but we're going to come back uh, after a wee break with uh, music from Aaron Rigdon. It's Top of the World, and we will be back in a second. This is Heartsome Live Radio, Edinburgh Scotland's number one inspirational station. Your eyes, like diamonds shining on the Fourth of July, like rays of light breaking through the storm outside. Like a Sunday morning 
Hi, this is Afia Lethem from Kingdom Beads, and we are proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed, Going Beyond Borders on heartsonglive.co.uk. Join Aloha every weekday morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. for a rise with Aloha on your number one online Christian radio station, Heartsong Live Radio. Hashtag Arise with Aloha. Start your day right. And welcome back. Just uh, it's good to mention some of our uh, supporters and sponsors. One of them is ifyalitham uh, which is a Kingdom Beads. We're grateful for her. Uh, if you're looking to buy uh, some Kingdom Beads, go to ifyalitham uh, Her website will be in the show notes on the podcast later. Uh, if you promote. Uh, use promo code UNLEASHED you will be able to get some money off and the, the discount is going towards a, supporting cancer we also have EileenSmith.com if you uh, are interested in finding out about podcasting and all about different platforms of live streaming uh, follow Eileen, go to EileenSmith.com or find Eileen Smith on uh, YouTube, we have the guy our cook report who does a podcast, he also does web design, if you're looking for a web designer uh, you can use video main hosting from the guy our cook Guyer Cook and the Guyer Cook Report podcast. He does a lot of B two B and things um, on his podcast. His podcasts are less than ten minutes, so they're quite small snippets and easy to listen to. And uh, there's also. John Drummond, who is based in Edinburgh, who does ideasgolive.com. He is a web designer as well. And myself, if you're looking for cleaning, hey, give me a shout. Happy to help Edinburgh Dusters. But as I say, we are live on heartsonlive.co.uk with our guest all the way from North Carolina, Tony Henderson Myers. And uh, we're going to talk about what she is doing now. And we'll also touch on what her goals are for the future and what she, her aims are, what she wants to achieve. Well, one more, we'll fit in one more tune from a bit of jazz from Rick Palmer we have just had Aaron Rigdon um, and we will be a bit of Rick Palmer with a bit of jazz uh, shortly and then we will find get uh, Tony to do a bit of the wrap up of the show so Tony tell us uh, what you're doing now what's going on oh wow <laughs> well um, I do own Alphabet Theatre Workshop that we talked about earlier uh, we do play shows and events and one of the plays that my husband stars in and wrote and I directed is hitting Broadway in New York on October 28th wow. the play is called The Cycle so you definitely want to check that out okay and get your tickets right away um we'll make sure that the link is provided to you uh to get your tickets for that um but also um you know that i own a publishing company um which came about after i published um one of my books which i did not expect Frazier to uh catch on the way that it did but it went worldwide uh right after i wrote it it's called wise courtship Mm -hmm. um before relationship and marriage guide and um, I believe it's something that the Lord gave to me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'll be happily married um, next month for 24 years. But shortly after I was married, um, I was excited and all, and I did have a nice honeymoon and all of that. But I just kept thinking about, you know, other people and what they grow, go through in their relationships. And um, we didn't get all into it, but... But, you know, not only did I have the bullying situation, but I watched a lot how people treat one another and misunderstandings and lack of communication. So I was really into relationships at that time. And um, people would come to me and ask for advice and different things. So um, I knew I was going to write this book. 
But Frazier, that's not my first gift, okay. writing. Okay, I would rather talk. <laughs> so um, the Lord kept trying to get me to write this book. And finally, I wrote about three quarters of it. And then I, I stopped, you know, I wasn't really finishing it. I had a lot of other stuff to do. I moved to North Carolina. I had uh, legitimate excuses, but excuses nonetheless. And it wasn't until the Lord said, you know, he really started knocking down all of my streams of income. The only income we had was my husband's income, and it really got my attention. Mm -hmm. And I thought I would just go back to work, which for an entrepreneur, that is like a no-no, right? It's like, <laughs> if you go back to work, you're really doomed, okay? Yeah, it's no, so I was it's, looking at, yeah, it's, no yeah easy. it's not good. For, you know, for us, it doesn't seem good, okay? Mm-hmm. For other people, they're like, what are you talking about? But for entrepreneurs, we're like, oh, I'm going back to work. And so I'm looking at this resume on my laptop, and my eyes drop down, mm-hmm. and I see the manuscript called Wise Courtship. And I felt like the Lord was saying, well, now you don't have anything else to do. Finish the book. So I finished the book, and as soon as I publish it, it goes worldwide. I get a worldwide audience, etc., etc. Um, and I did so much to get this project to hands-on with this project that I finally decided, why don't I start my own publishing company and do this stuff myself? Uh, but in the interim, because of Wise Courtship, um, when Periscope came along, I decided to step on that platform so that I could speak to my audience literally around the world. Okay, people from Italy and Africa and, and the Bahamas and uh, Australia, Scotland, the United Kingdom is a big listener. Africa, the United Kingdom, China, those are some big listeners of the Wise Courtship Philosophy. And of course, the United States as well. So um, that's what I'm doing now. And it's been branching and growing so much. It's grown into the chapters that we talked about before, Mm -hmm. seven locations, six states. It has branched off to the Wise Courtship family, which is right on Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a support group to people. Um, It has branched into the Wise Courtship Prosperity Club, where uh, we talk about finances and money. And just in case you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I thought Wise Courtship was about relationships. (laughs) It is, okay? Because the book talks about a three-step system to really get to know your love interests, okay, before you marry them or before you get in a relationship, you want to go through these steps, okay? (laughs) You definitely want to go through these steps. But because it got so popular and someone said to me, these three steps work in everything. And I said, it really does in all types of relationships, not just romantic, but also family, friendship, business relationships, relationships with yourself, um, and your money as well, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's how the brand just began to expand and move and have legs to it. And uh, I thank God because he showed me that he can have you start all over again and do something totally different and totally new, even with gifts that you think are not that important or not that strong. He can use that and he can bless you. And it has really uh, been a blessing. And everything, Frazier, that we talked about, mm-hmm. um, my past experiences, my education, my upbringing, my way of relating to people, I use every last one of those skills in what I'm doing now. It's fantastic. It's fantastic news. So it's, 
with the obviously with the company you've set up the theatre uh, how are you utilising the people obviously you're giving opportunities to actors and actresses to yeah, do yeah. commercials obviously from the people who weren't able to get into the normal mainstream usual flow of actor uh, commercials because of either their race or because of it just was no opportunities so what you, yeah. Give us a, a couple of scenarios of the people that you have helped into things that obviously on the normal mainstream sort of uh, people who are judges would not take on. What have you done for them? Well, quite a few people have come through um, and have gotten the opportunity to act on stage um, because many people don't even know how to get started. And a lot of the jobs in acting here over in the States is that you have to be part of a lot of the unions in order to get really substantial work. But you can't get that substantial work unless you're part of the union. So the truth of the matter is you really need to get somewhere on grassroots level. So we've done that and given a lot of people opportunity. And because initially, when I first started, we were located closer to New York City. Mm -hmm. And so we gave a lot of people direct access. As I moved to Pennsylvania, it was more of a touring type of thing. And then here from North Carolina, um, it's more of a teaching and and, um, actually just providing a platform for people to actually come on and perform. In my publishing company, it's really the same thing. We're giving people opportunities who want to be published, who want to get their books out there or their audio uh, tapes or films or what have you, want to get that out there. We're uh, giving them opportunities where they may not have an opportunity. Um, You may have a great story to tell, but, you know, the literary business can be tough. And this whole self-published movement has really opened doors for many people. Mm -hmm. We offer a little bit of it both, traditional meets, self-publishing. So we're doing that. And with the Wise Courtship family, it's a unique um, opportunity. That's my latest brand. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm actually using the people from within, whereas the, the, the acting company and the publishing company It's more traditional, like if you go into any business, if you want to work for them, you go through a traditional route. But with the Wise Courtship family, these are satisfied people with the philosophy or they read the book or they, you know, come on a broadcast on a regular basis or they've heard me on the radio or they listen to um, my shows on the radio on a regular basis. And they're sold out for this philosophy that they come into the family, as we call it, and they help push the brand further. And so um, even in that instance, we give people opportunities who would um, maybe not have that opportunity otherwise. That's brilliant. Would you ever think about coming, bringing what you do or something to maybe to the Edinburgh Festival? Because Edinburgh Festival doesn't just have, I mean, it's a, it's a platform where a lot of people kick off their careers or become yes. bigger. Uh, and But there's also the opportunity, you do have the Edinburgh Book Festival as well, which is on at the same time, where a lot of us, it's just authors, people doing reading segments of their book or they have oh, to, wonderful. maybe that could be an opportunity for you, if not next year or the year before, the year after, is tapping into... It getting doing actually a show in the Edinburgh Festival as well as the book part of the book festival as well with your books. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Um this year, last well actually last year, 
and actually for the last actually for the last four years, because that's when it really started, where my business was really starting to be even more global. It was global before, but you didn't really know because you didn't always get a chance to meet your audience. But since social media and the ability to do mobile live stream, you're now to be able to be in touch with your audience, your friends, develop colleagues, and um, it's just been amazing. So I look forward to it because um, I hope to be in the UK next year. Um, and if I am, I'm definitely scheduling a meetup. I have a lot of listeners out there. Um, and so this has just been really, really amazing. So I would love to be over there. And if they got some great food, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, I hope I'll send you details so you can maybe try and look it up and hopefully maybe if it's uh, the right plan and God's will, you can mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you can uh, apply and find out what's good, see what you can do because you've obviously yeah. got yeah. Certainly you've got a lot of talented uh, people coming through uh, your, your your platform and system, etc. It should be great to have them Absolutely. do something, so, uh, especially authors as well. So um, just to talk about the festival, we have uh, Stuart Darietta who will be coming on the show again Unfortunately, can't make the studio this time again. It'll be on the phone. Uh, he is showing uh, sort of pianist, it's a blues, jazz kind of. Uh, did my Leonard Cohen last year in Edinburgh Festival tribute uh, sold out Sydney Opera House. Uh, he's doing a new show called The Belly of a Drunken Piano. Uh, mm. So, which should be great. He's coming this this year. Again, he'll be wow. on the show, so I'll get a chance to interview him at some point to promote his show uh, for the festival this year. So I look forward to uh, he played some of his tunes already in the previous shows, and so he'll be arriving actually next week. Uh, so and ready to kick off by sort of Thursday, Friday, his show kicks off. So uh, lots, to, lots to do in the festival. Busy, and uh, it will be interesting. It's going to be a fun to connect with more people uh, in the, in August in the festival. Uh, so also, we'll be back in a second. We're going to have our last tune, which is by Rick Palmer, a bit of jazz. Uh, and then we'll come back uh, with Tony, and she will give us a bit of a kind of final word, close out for uh, obviously a little bit of what she her aim is for the future, her goals, and just any encouraging words she has for anybody out there who is listening to this. So we'll be back uh, in a second after Rick Palmer, which is um, featuring Gillette Vin. Data, I think it is, yeah. and he'll. Uh, it's a little, I love a little longer. It's a bit of jazz music, so if you like your jazz, uh, enjoy. And we'll be back after the.
songlive.co.uk your inspirational station and welcome back that was Rick Palmer make love a little longer if you want to make love a little longer Tony Ennis has made her love a lot longer because 24 years of marriage and you go to wise courtships and you can make love a little longer so would that not be true 24 years that's great great going isn't it Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to make love a lot longer by Rick Palmer, you can, <laughs> this is a little bit in the saucy side of his music, but it's really quite nice, really quite good jazz, really great jazz playing. But as I say, uh, if you want to make it love runner, you go to, longer. You want to go down the wise courtship route through Tony Henderson Myers, and you will make it love a little longer. Um, but anyway, Tony, it's, it's been great to have Tony on the show. It's been great to hear a bit about her background. Uh, what she went through, how, uh, and just the ups and downs, and what her how she's developed her own business, and how she helps other actors and actresses, and um, re- and her author, her book, write books that she's written as well. How she helps other people. Uh, we're going to get Tony to do a bit of a wrap up, um, and just uh, how people can find find her, uh, and where they can go. We will have all the links in the show notes of the podcast as well. You can also, and she's going to do a bit of a sort of close, encouraging message for anybody who has been listening. And uh, just, yeah, I'll let her, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Well, thank you so much. Listen, if you liked anything that I was saying in this show, anything resonated with you, I definitely want to invite you to come to my website, which is www wisecourtship.com that's w-i-s-e c-o-u-r-t-s-h-i-p and of course Frazier will have the link uh, later on for you and so anything that we're mentioning then you can always go there and find out more information about the other links or what have you um, it's my hope Frazier um, when I wrote this book um, 
One is that I want more people around the world to be subscribed to the wise courtship philosophy, as I say on my shows. And that is a um, belief that you want whole relationships in your romances, your families, your friendships, and even in your businesses. Um, What that really is, in essence, is God's love. I want people to be able to love without limits. I want people to, um, who are hurting, to know um, that they can be healed, that they can be whole, and that they can love again. As a matter of fact, there's a video that um, people pass around sometimes that, that I have. It's very short. It's only about four maybe 25 minutes. I was going to say 45 seconds, but maybe about 25 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it says, you may be hurting right now, but you will love again. And um, you could be hurting in any type of way. It could be romantically, but it could be a family turned their backs on you. Or maybe you've been having a hard time in business or with your money. But we at the Wise Courtship Philosophy Group, we want people to know that you will love again. And just about in every business that I've started, I wanted to encourage people and empower them and educate them that you can start over again. You can do this. If you have an opportunity, if you have somebody behind you, you can do this. And if you don't see anybody behind you, then know as long as you got God and you can believe in him and you can just take one foot and put it in front of the other, that you will conquer this. You will be able to do this. You will be able to love again. And so that's what we bring to you when we um, when we uh, do what we do wise courtship when i'm all over uh live stream all over social media that's what i'm trying to convey to other people because just like i conveyed to you in my past stories my past hurts my past situations i had to learn how to to uh trust god and take that first step um and i'm a witness to say that your finances may be ruined but you'll get your money back your heart may be broken but you'll love again your circumstance may be horrendous right now but the light will shine on you again you just have to believe and you just have to move forward and Frazier, I thank you so much for having me no be part of this. I'm so honored, honey, to be part of doing business globally, going across the borders. Uh, thank you so much for having me. No, no, it's been a pleasure. And I just uh, thank everyone in the past who have been interviewed already. And uh, going forward, who I'm going to be interviewing, uh, who's part of the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders. Uh, it's been it's great, fun. And the good thing about the private, we've got private messenger group. We've got people who are from a younger age to an older age. And it's uh, helping the people who are younger to, you can learn from people who are more experienced and yes. to develop and there's so many people who um, they can seek the right guidance to uh, go forward basically so which Absolutely. is the good, which is the good thing about it and I my main for this show is that it's to bring people together from whether they believe or they don't believe that's not a problem I just want to bring their story because everyone has a story an inspirational yes. story from somewhere and it's not we just wanted people to share it with the world share it with a platform and hearts on live and simply that's all it is there's nothing no strings attached nothing no un- hidden closets nothing at all it's just that's no. that easy <laughs> right. uh, we just want to inter- yeah. I just want to interview you I want to li- hear about you hear about get your story get your passion which you do out to the world on this platform and that's all it is and I look forward to the many more interviews coming up with many Absolutely. interesting people and hopefully what we'll do is a plan to try and do a sort of with the ones I've done when I hit about 10 uh, I'm going to try and do a 
five, ten minute snippets of what people have been up to uh, since I last interviewed them. So we can at least get a, fee- a bit of update, a feedback to the people who are listening. I can see, find out the, sort of what, what they've been up to, what's been going on in their life, any new news, etc. Uh, so we, you can get a snippet, so it keep, you keep in touch with, and updates of what's going on. That's the plan. So to everyone who has been listening, thank you for listening and tuning in to my guest, Tony Henderson-Myers, and hopefully you enjoyed that. Feel free to connect with her, please, uh, and uh, if order her book. If you want to find a bit more about why scholarships or you just need to love again, uh, give her a call and she'll get in contact with her and she'll happily uh, spend time with you and help you out. And we thank you. Have a good night, everybody, wherever you are in the world. Good night, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Okay.